Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. It's your boy T-Rapper Drone, dummy. And I'm Shamu Drone, dummy. And we just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Yeah. Let's get it. Mama told me you gon' learn your lesson. Just get money, stay out the way, yeah, that's my biggest blessing. I cut all these excuses off, I ain't got time. All right, so we got Drum Dummy off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. How you guys feeling today, man? Everything's good, everything's good. Another day in paradise. There you go, man. So for people who may not be familiar, just introduce yourselves individually. All right, I'm T-Rapper Drum Dummy. I am Shamu of Drum Dummy, or Shamu the Panda, some people, and I think most people know you as King Drum Dummy. Yeah, I'm, I'm known so. as King Drum Dummy now. Yeah. We call him Rap Back Home, so. Well, you got more AKAs than a rapper, man. Man, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stick with T-Rap, but they wouldn't let me ride with it, so I just had to start going by King Drum Dummy. Okay. It is what it is. There it is, man. All right, so um, Shiloh, Georgia, right? That's where you from? Shiloh, Georgia, yeah. Okay, so. I ain't gonna lie. I had to Google this. <laughs> Didn't find much, so talk to us about like. Damn much there. That's why you ain't find. <laughs> it's like uh, maybe what's our population? Like five hundred people, maybe. Uh, it might be a little more than. 500. So both of you guys are from there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. out of five hundred, there's two platinum producers. Coming. Yeah. <laughs> what are the odds of that? I know, right? <laughs> and I I really can't even tell you how we did it. Like it's so crazy because. For the longest, like nothing ever came out of there, and you know, just to be the first two to make something happen is crazy. Yeah, that, that's defining the odds right there. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how and when did you guys meet? How far back does this relationship go? Well, our relationship kind of crazy because, like, you want to go like when we first, actually first met, or like when we started kicking it, like. When- <laughs> 
Both. Well, <laughs> first met, I think it was a school bus. Like yeah. I think I was in fifth grade. He might have been in fourth, and oh. I ended up sitting in a seat with him one day going home, and he was talking about Grand Theft Auto, and I was, I ain't gonna say I was just like sheltered, sheltered, because I was still able to watch like wrestling and shit, but all right, but, uh, yeah, but. I ain't never get to play like rated M games, so he, he kind of schooled me on what Grand Theft Auto was. He never even day. knew what Grand Theft Auto was. And that, yeah, I was probably in fourth grade. And then after that, um, we end up, I end up graduating in uh, 2012. And I, I think like late 2012 or early 2013, well, in 2012, I started Drum Dummy. That's when I started it. So 2013, uh, I met him and, well, I linked back up with him from just little regular house parties and the little trailers that we got back home. And um, I seen he was making beats in the room and I was like, somebody else around here making beats. So I'm gonna pull him up under my <laughs> wing. And from that day on, I'm like, man, you gotta join what I got going on. Like, and that's what it was. And then on another tip, my daughter is his cousin. So, you know, like my baby mama is his cousin. So we basically like locked in forever now. So. Okay. Go to show how small Shallow is. <laughs> yeah, you know. for real. <laughs> Mars used to get on my ass about that. Why you gotta date girls that's so far away? Because I'm fucking kin to exactly. everybody down here, mama. <laughs> I love you though, mom. You crazy as hell, but I love you. So when and what got you guys into making beats at first? Uh, for me, uh, my dad, like he just always used to play play the music back in the day. He had like the big subwoofer speakers that sit in the house and playing like So So Def, All Stars, Kilo Ali and all that back in like uh, late 90s. And uh, somehow I just gravitated towards that. And it was always a keyboard at my dad's house that my stepmama used to have. And I used to always go in there, steal it, get it down, play on it, you know, whatever, get in trouble about it, keep playing on it, get in trouble until, you know, they just started letting me do whatever I wanted to do. So, yeah, I just always have did music. I don't know a time when I wasn't doing music. Okay. Yeah, it started pretty young on my end too. It was, uh, I mean, me and my twin brother both like really gravitated more to hip hop and rap music and whatnot when we were kids. And I think fifth grade was when he wrote his first rap on a piece of paper and that kind of made me want to do one as well. So I wrote my first terrible, fucking awful four bars to T.I.'s Rubber Band Man. <sighs> And after that, it was like I started getting a little more infatuated with like the melodies and beats and stuff like that. And that led to about a year or two later getting my first demo version of FL on my grandmama's <laughs> computer. God rest her soul and God rest how patient that woman was because I think we gave her computer AIDS more times <laughs> trying to get like plugins and recording programs and cracks for auto tune and whatever else we may or may not have downloaded from LimeWire and totally was born. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, that, that got me into that. And then I started taking beats a little more serious, like toward the end of high school and whatnot, like actually trying to learn how to make them well. Okay. Who were some of the producers you guys had looked up to? Uh, I say um, Lil John, Zaytoven, um, Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye. Uh, Ryan Leslie, most definitely Ryan Leslie. Um, of course, Dr. Dre and Battle Cat, DJ Quick, just just to name a few. It's a it's a lot though. I mean, <laughs> we make so many different types of beats. Like it goes across the board. Like I mean, I, I love listening to Drum Boy. Um, 
DJ spins or whatnot, because at the time I was really, really into like the club anthem, I guess futuristic movement or whatever mm -hmm. was going on like 2010, yeah. 11. That's when I started like really trying to learn how to make beats or whatnot. But um, like Pete Rock, Nujibus, and stuff like that too, or um, you know Jake Dilla. Okay. Jake One, like it, it, go, it goes across the board. Whatever kind of beat we want to make, like there's a particular producer that we we look up to to learn from. Mm -hmm. So Drum Dummy, this is starting, it's just you at first? Yeah, it started with just me and uh, my tag used to be T-Rap on the track and <laughs> it started getting played out around like 2012, you know, like all that T-Rap on the track type stuff on the track. So the track. God bless the dead speaker knockers, you know, he was popping around that time and I was just like, man, I need a tag that's short and simple like how his just, it's the speaker knockers, I just need something real short. and um. I just, I was saying names on the mic one day and came across drum dummy. I just said it and uh, I liked it. So I kept it going and I remember when people was first hearing it, they were like, what, what is drum dummy? Like, <laughs> it was funny, but I never changed it up. Like I kept it like that and then it just started catching on. Yeah. So as of today, who all is a part of drum dummy? Um, it's me, Shamu. It's really a long roster. Me, Shamu, DJ Swift. Uh, Moot, um, uh, Chop a Lot, DJ Chop a Lot, India, got the beats, um, uh, my little cousin, Bankroll, um, who else? There's so many. Oh, I'm missing some people. I know I am. Um, damn. <laughs> I mean, like, that was a lot right It's there. a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. If I forgot you, you know it, it's just a lot. <laughs> So when you guys first started cooking up together, what was that chemistry like? Did your two sounds mesh or were they completely different at the time? Completely different, I think. Like at me first, and him, yeah. we just, you know, I was cause he he caught on to music like way later than I did. You know, so it still be a lot of stuff I ask him about and he'll be like, nah, I didn't Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Listen to that growing up, you know what I'm saying? So, like, my sound's like a little bit older than he, he is, so he'll be like more towards the futuristic end, and I'll be more towards like uh, southern soulful. But he doesn't caught on to everything now, was, so it all mixed together. I was about to say like that. That change, like at first, it was definitely more like you know, towards that futuristic end, because that's, that's when I got like way more We didn't into. We didn't even make beats together. We'll just make our own separate oh, beats, because really? we didn't know how to really, you know, collide it together, but now it's all good. But it was hard at first. Yeah. Nah, he, he got me, uh, he got me listening back more to like uh, songs that I heard when I was a kid or whatever, and it's like, you know, yeah, I, I rock with him. Like, just for example, like the song, Song Cut, you know, like when I heard that when I was younger, I was like, I mean, it's like a song cool, you know, like you can chant with it or whatever. I wasn't really paying too much attention to the beat back behind it because, I mean, it was just kind of simple with the, with the bedrock and all that stuff that was in it. Then he had me analyzing the shit, and I'm starting to see the bass lines and every other damn thing that was at that Jazzy did in the bitch. Yeah, you and really that, can't that hang around me, like, me. You can't hang around me without me, like, breaking down a beat. Like, that's all <laughs> I'm going to do. Like, every song I listen to, I know my people used to get tired of me doing that, like, just breaking down beats every time something come on. Like, can you just listen to the song? You know what I'm saying? So I ain't gonna say it's his fault that I started doing that same shit, <laughs> but it got me doing the same shit. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> like I'll listen to every damn thing. Like, wait, I think I know how they did that shit. Okay, motherfucker. All right, bet. so I'll go yeah. on and try to do it myself. Fuck it up ten times, and then I'll figure it out. But you know, yeah, man. <laughs> so what's the creative process like now when you guys are cooking up? That, throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Fucking shooting from the hip, dude. We ain't really got, we, we just, you know, and we so seasoned now with it, it's like, whenever we go in there, we already kind of got a plan. And I think we just now getting back to where we have fun making beats, because you know, for the longest it got like prioritized, like we got the whole world want a drum that we beat every time you look up, like the phone blowing up. So it kind of just got to the point where we got to get in, do what we got to do, never get to experiment no more, you know, just cooking up that specific sound that people want so That's but now we just got back to having fun with it yeah trying to break out of a box a little bit which, yeah i mean it like and that kind of depends on the people that we work with too like you know yeah. every, every now and then there'll be artists come in i want this particular kind of beat mm -hmm. which is like now we can show that versatility that we can do and mm -hmm. you know i like i'll get calls for some folks over on like a country end or something and shit, now i gotta go work with somebody to play a six string and talk about mud holes and shit <laughs> and then go the next day and do something with him and it'll go off to be you know, a place where I was like Peasy or mm -hmm. Young Boy or some shit like that. It's like, shit, it's crazy as hell. I love it though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> keeps me guessing. How much did you guys rely on the internet coming from such a small town? Because I'm sure there's not many rappers in Charlotte. 100%. We relied on the internet the whole time. Like, I mean, that's what got us here. YouTube, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's not a lot of rappers coming from Shiloh. Like you said, uh, Really, the rapper was us, you know. <laughs> my family, some of his family, that's it. And the only people who are in Shiloh, by the way, is my family and his family. That's it. <laughs> the black people, my family. The white people, his family. <laughs> Real talk. And y'all had Zoe, and now she's she the chosen one. She connected everybody. Yep. <laughs> so how did you guys run it up on YouTube? Was it like... Overnight, like, hey, we uploaded a beat, it got sold the next day. How long were you guys grinding? It wasn't an overnight thing. It kind of was, though. But, I'm yeah. going to tell you why. <laughs> because it wasn't overnight, like, just like, boom. But, like, one, once I had done already a step, like, I had so many years up under my belt of, like, making beats. So it's like, I've been making beats since 2003. So by the time 2014 get here, when we actually get on the internet for the first time trying to do YouTube. It's like I had already had so many years of experience and I knew what I was doing by then. I get on there and I upload the first like three beats and I didn't know what to put in the description, the tags, I didn't know nothing. I'm just, all right, description, let me put, uh, hit me at Tim823 if you want this beat. <laughs> that was your description. And that was it, that's all I put. And like a month later, the beat, it was like a boosted type beat. It did like 100,000 views. And my email was going crazy. I didn't have a PayPal or nothing. People trying to send me money. I hit my brother Rion. I'm like, hey, let me send some money to your PayPal. And you know, boom. So I made like my first $100 in like three weeks, just selling the beat over and over for $25. <laughs> I started going on um, SoundClick, stealing leasing copies from uh, Johnny Giuliano and Vibe, like uh, stealing their contracts. And just replacing it with my name, cause I didn't, I didn't even know nothing about a contract or nothing. So, yeah, it was kind of overnight, but at the same time, drum dummy as a whole from 2014 to 2021. I mean, that's not overnight though. Yeah, hell, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of trial and error between this. 
How'd you come up with these other tags you guys use now? <laughs> hey, shout out to Mook, because he'd be mad at me about the tags. Like, he want me to make him a tag so bad, and I always forget <laughs> to make him one. But me, I was sitting there and wrap my tags all day. Really? I do all my tags. You do all the Every tag that I got, I do it. So I just sit in there and just come up with stupid stuff and leave it there. And people always like it, so I just leave it. I really don't, I don't even know what I be thinking about when I do it. I kind of just listen to the beat come on and say some, say a few things and then stick with whatever works. Yeah. Chef Sham tag, I got, I did that one, they just bored. Like, yeah. and I originally had a copy of it that didn't have a, the piano note that's in it. Like, it'll go shit, 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 and like now you gotta pitch it to match the beat or whatever the hell yeah. you got. But. Another thing too, another thing that helped me make tags was uh, different beats. You know, I didn't want every beat to come on, like a slow beat come on and this tag sounds super fast for it. Or a hard like beat to come on and this tag sounds soft for it. So it's like I had to do like different voices for different different um, feelings of the beat. That's it. How many tags do you have now that you use? Probably like five. <laughs> yeah, probably like five I, tags. I, I think that's a guess. I don't know. I think you might have more. <laughs> yeah. Five that I use. I know I got oh, more than I was five about to say, I, use, I mean, there's some that I think you retired, but they, I, the OG drawn dummy for sure. I'm a, I'm a file hoarder, so I got like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, who were some of the first big placements you guys were able to secure? Uh, I think the first big placement was like Kodak Black. Okay. Maybe um 2014. Yeah, uh, it was Kodak Black, and then after that, it was um. I don't know who came after that. I can't even remember. After Kodak. Um, well, let's start with Kodak. So how did, how did you guys finally reach Kodak? YouTube. Uh, yeah, he was on YouTube. <laughs> he was and, on YouTube. Um, I think he ripped the beat yeah, off YouTube. I told that story before, but yeah, he um, he got the beat off YouTube, and I liked the song. Like Everybody was tagging me, and I didn't know who he was. And then I went and looked it up, and I found it, and somehow I got in touch with him. and. Uh, he called my phone, and then when he got on the phone, he was like, hey, bro, I didn't steal your beat. I was like, nah, you good. I want to send you more beats. That's the first thing. Matter of fact, that's the only thing Kodak Black ever said to me on the phone. He was like, I didn't steal your beat. I'm like, bro, I don't even care. I'm trying to send you more beats. Yeah. What was that first placement? Uh, I think it was... Honey Bun? Honey Bun, okay. Yeah, maybe Honey Bun or uh, Brutal Youngin. Oh, shit. Might have been Brutal Youngin. Okay. Have you been able to contact him since uh, he's been home? Nah, I ain't been able to contact him. Okay. Nah, hopefully the world worked the way I wanted to and we can get back in what we used to do, you know, hopefully. Yeah. What was the first gold uh, record you guys had got? First gold was, uh, it took me so long to get a gold single, but the first gold uh, project that I was on was uh, Young Boy For Freedom, For Respect, that full album. Okay. That was the first gold. Which song did you guys have on there? Uh, Dropout. Okay. Yeah, Dropout. I did that back in 2018 with uh, YB. Eli told me to send some beats and I just shot it over. And about two days later, he called like, young boy got a crazy one to you. I'm like, all right, bet. And it came out. I think it came out on my birthday, if I'm, if I'm really? mistaken. Hmm. Like right around that time, yep. Have you been able to cook up in the studio with him? I never met Youngboy. Really? Everybody from my hometown, you know, they so proud of me working with Youngboy. They're like, have you met him? Have you met him? Nah, I ain't never met him, though. Like, it's weird as shit, too. Like, yeah, yeah. You guys got some huge records together. Yeah, and we never met. <laughs> Ever talked to him on the phone or anything? Mm -mm, I never talked to him on the phone. <laughs> never, I never spoke to him. 
You know, I met people around him. Like I went to New York and did a project with Baby Joe. Uh, me and him went and did a project with Baby Joe, but we personally never met Youngboy yet. Hmm. That's wild right there. Um, house arrest things. Um, <laughs> how come you haven't used that as a drop, that first thing he says? Oh, jump, Man, jump, did, did. I want to get that as a tag, like, but I don't, I don't know who to hit up to get to the, get just the tag Just vocal? From. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every so, time Chris I hear James, it. if you're watching this, if you're the engineer, Man, help me get that tag from young boy. I need that. It's just a chop. You gotta send that. YB, if you can just... bless me with that tag, man, I need that. Yeah, every time I hear that song, I'm like, man, why is that his chop? Exactly. Like, I need that tag. Up. Like that's one of the things I need from that, man. I love that song though. Um If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. We finally got it cleared. You did? Probably. Yeah, we got it cleared. Like, uh, I think right before Top dropped. That's why it was on the album. Okay. And it, it was never on the project because I think it was supposed to be on AI Youngboy 2, but uh, we could never get the record cleared. But after that, we got it cleared and it got on top. So that's even better, though. Yeah. 150 million views? Yep, 150. <laughs> That's just, my plaque. that's just YouTube on the video. <laughs> For real. Exactly. Can you imagine man. what it did on the streaming sites and like the audio version mm -hmm. too. Um, Free D Dog. This was another one. You guys couldn't clear this one, right? Uh, no, no, well, we didn't have a sample of that. That's oh, okay. just us. And Free D Dog, the, the funny thing about Free D Dog is that's one of the more game changing songs that we did. Like, I think that might, when, when B asked what the uh, biggest song we did, I think Free D Dog might be the biggest, like, in terms of changing the game, because all the beats that you hear now, like that's really like free D dog. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the a lot of the stuff you're hearing right now is like free D dog. You hear that bass roll? Yep. You know they were listening to free D dog. The drum selection, the drum pattern, how the 808 is, all oh, that's like free D dog. So I'm I'm proud of that one too. Like me, Swift, Cash Money, AP, and Mook. Um, we did that in Cali in 2019, and ever since then, like, majority of the beats you hear sound like Free D-Dog. Yeah. So what's that like when you're cooking up with two, three other producers? Uh, sometimes it can be fun, sometimes it can be, like, overwhelming because, you know, as producers, everybody want to do a lot. Mm -hmm. We used to making our own beats, so it's like, you want to add three or four different sounds, but it's like once you cooking up with a lot of people, you got to add just one thing. and. Man, I remember. Um, I think the more the, the more people you got in there trying to do one beat, that's when it gets overwhelming. Like mm -hmm. if you got three or four, then like, all right, cool. I You're think late twenty nineteen, we was in the studio and it was like eight producers on one beat, and that song is actually out. Uh, what's it called? Was it the Slat uh, Zai joint? Slat, it's Slat Zai. Oh, yeah. shit. And Which one if, is it, man? If y'all go check that song out, that song got eight different tags on there. Like, <laughs> like the it's, whole, it's, wait, everyone got their own tag on there too. Yeah, it everybody starts, got their own tag on there. It starts with drawing down. I think I remember telling like, okay, I'm I'm in drawing. You ain't got to put the chef sham tag on there. Like that's that's fine. It's, everybody you know, in drawing down had their personal tag on the beat, and I'm like, AP, you ain't got to do that. AP like, nah. Everybody go get their shine on it. I'm like, dog, just like for the people that's on this is in drum dummy. Dog. Like yeah. we can wrap it up with just that one tag of the intro. It's fine, dude. Like, uh, fuck, fuck it. But dude. that was real, you know, to let everybody get their shine. So yeah, it, it worked. Yeah. And plus, he wrapped over it anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. And you guys got placed on uh, Fast Furious Nine. Yep. Uh huh. Uh, 
uh, one shot, yeah. With young boy and a uh, little baby. And little baby, yep. And I remember him, uh, my my uh, A and R Dave O. He was telling me for the longest, like you got a crazy one coming out, you got a crazy one. And I think, I think one time he said like Future was gonna get on or something like that. I can't really remember, but I was just happy. Like I'm like I can't wait till it come out. Then I when I finally heard it, I'm like yeah, this crazy. And I think the uh, movie dropped maybe in like May of this year. You know I'm gonna be at the theaters. I'm gonna throw a party at the theaters. <laughs> it's gonna be in the actual movie, right? Yeah, it's gonna be in the okay. actual movie. Yep. And me missing my whole mouth of that damn water gonna be in the interview too. So. <laughs> Is that your first movie placement? Uh-uh. We was in uh, Black and Blue, man. Shamu. Oh, okay. When we went to New York with Baby Joe. The songs we did up there, it got uh, placed in the movie called Black and Blue. And that movie basically had like a lot of Baton Rouge artists in there. Like that was yeah. the majority of the movie. So. Yeah, that was the first, and I went to the theater to see that too. I wonder, was that a was the Netflix thing before or after that? No, was that, before. How, okay, yeah. The, so are movie checks bigger than rap checks? How does that work? Uh, I, not that I seen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't seen it yet. Okay. I ain't seen it yet. Yeah, I ain't seen a check off of that uh, one that got on the How to Sell Drugs Online fast either. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. That, like paperwork was fucked up. Like. I'll cut my losses on it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to wait on uh, Fast and the Furious okay. to drop to see what the check, see you know, see what that's like. Yeah, because that's gonna be a big movie. That's gonna yeah. be a blockbuster, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, OMB Peasy, uh, his laydown record. He just found that on YouTube. Is that right? Yep, he found it on YouTube, and I remember on Vlad TV, he was like. Yeah, I found drum and beat, and I just took that bitch, and I got on him like, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, he killed. You know, it, a though. few rappers have sat here and said, yeah, I just stole that beat. That yeah. When I ask him about like a drum dummy, I was like, how'd you link with him? I just ripped it off of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so yep, apparently exactly. that's a thing. Hey, right away, crazy <laughs> thing about OMB Peasy though. OMB Peasy is like, like this. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been working together. We watched each other grow, so it's like, you know, it's it's a whole different relationship that me and Peasy got now. Like. Every project, he makes sure I'm on it. So it's like, I got a whole different respect for Peasy. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of Peasy, uh, you guys did that whole project last year in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So what was that like, uh, cooking up a whole project with him? Man, it was easy because, like I said, man, Peasy got a whole different relationship. You know, it's like, he the only artist I can see. He like, he's basically like my cousin, you know what I'm saying? Like my cousin on that be around me where you can play beats and not feel like that pressure of like, is he gonna like it? Like, I know, I could just be like, bro, you can go through the hard drive by yourself because I know you gonna like it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but being in the studio with other artists is like, you playing a beat and you like, damn, I hope they like this, you know what I'm saying? But Peasy, he always like, bro, give me that one, give me that one, give me that one. Everything I play, he actually had to tell me to stop playing beats most of the time. For real. <laughs> so it's like, and he ain't, like, he'll let me send him whatever I wanna send him to. Like, you know, we get to experiment, so it's like, yeah, it's easy. I love doing it though. Easy. We actually just uh, got the new single. Yeah, I got love his new blind. single and his project is finna drop. I got a whole lot on there, so it's like, and I ain't gonna even say what we're working on right now, but we got some more stuff coming. Okay. Yeah. So, do you normally cook up with the artists mm-hmm. uh, in the studio now? Yeah. Uh, I do that sometimes, but it's like you know, new era, so it's like. A lot of times. Really going through the email or um one thing about cooking up though, it's like people really like the beats off of YouTube more than 
Cooking up. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's them saying. It depends on the person. Yeah, man. it like, probably is that. But I think it's like them saying the title. Cause Young and A's told me. Young and A's told me personally, like, I just go on there and I see the beat and I and I see the name and I make the song right off the name of the beat. So it's like, I thought like that too, cause I'm a rapper myself. So it's like when I go and I look up beat, sometimes I'm just like me just seeing the beat right there and saying the name, like it, it's easier to come up with it. Um, so Rod Wave, Close Enough to Hurt, man. How'd this song come about? Uh, I was on, uh, shout out to Ashton Sellers. I was on uh, YouTube just looking for guitar samples because I ain't have a guitar player at the time to come down. My boy Miguel, I think he was tied up. And I was like, man, I want to do some uh, guitar beats. And I just went and found a sample online. And I uh, I started trying to put the beat together and it was... It wasn't coming out the way I wanted it to. It sounded too slow and it was too jazzy. And I didn't know how to really make it work, but I figured it out and I put it on YouTube and Rod Wave gets all my beats off of YouTube, by the Does way. He really? I don't I don't never send him that. He just play. get it. And uh he killed him too. But uh yeah, I put it on YouTube and um What was your title on YouTube? I really don't know. Bro, that's yeah. That, I don't that, remember what beat that was. I don't know what type of beat that was. I don't remember nothing about it. It might have been like a young thug type beat. There'd be too many beats to get uploaded for one, <laughs> which is why it's like yeah. it's always crazy. When I usually knows. remember all of them, but for that specific one, I don't remember. But uh, I just remember my manager calling me like, "Rod Wade got one on of your projects," and um, we did that. And after we went gold, and I think that was Ashton first gold, and like that was like my first gold single. I want to say so, just to take somebody's sample off of YouTube and. We end up going gold together, and he never even knew about it. That's like that's a dope feeling. Yeah, that's crazy right there. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your thoughts when you see other producers uh, making drum dummy type beats? Man, I it's love like it. It's like it came full circle for it's you. Like, yeah, humbling. I love it. Yeah, it's humbling because uh, I came up making beats like everybody else. You know, all of us come up mimicking other people. You know, I was taking Baton Rouge producer sounds. I was taking uh, Cali producer sound. Uh, of course, Georgia, you know, uh, I was just taking everybody's stuff and blending it together. And I never knew I had to make my own sound out of all this stuff. I'm still thinking I'm sounding like somebody. <laughs> Come to find out, I done made my own sound out of nowhere. And now people want to, you know, do what I do. So it's just crazy. I know he was the first motherfucker I heard that could ever, like, properly imitate his Zaytoven beat. So <clears> that was <throat> really. <laughs> I'm talking about to the fucking heat is made to sound like Zaytoven. I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah, one thing I noticed is um, you know, you guys had all the success, but you could like I could probably still buy a drum dummy beat right now or at least lease it. You guys' yeah. price is still affordable to where when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Any upcoming artists can, you know, get in touch and get into Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, we still, you know, we still represent for the underdogs. So it's like, you know, I, I get on Facebook all the time and tell my hometown, like, go on YouTube and rip my beats. Rap on them. Because <laughs> everybody from my hometown be like, man, 
what it take to get a drum down and beat? I'm like, bro. The same the as everybody whole world. else. Go Every, everybody else be blowing up off of this. Why won't y'all? You know what I'm saying? Like, we can work on that later, but go get the beat, man. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it is. But for the website, we did have to take the exclusive down because record mm. labels yeah, would get on there and, and get them for the love. Oh my God, they were snatching them. I said, yeah, I can't do that no more. Like, Damn, yeah. Like, we been trying to do the website because, like, you know, there's independent artists that ain't got like this type of budget of money and stuff mm -hmm. that's going back behind it. Like, we, which we, I don't mind working with a label either, but it was like the prices I had them at was like way, way too, too low. It's like you know, like it was like cutting your own nuts off. Yeah. at that point, like, yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah. At what point did you guys know you needed a manager? Uh. I really needed a manager. We needed a manager like the first year and a half in because emails would get, he'll let you know now. Like, oh my God. I was the worst at checking emails, <laughs> oh, checking God. my DMs, all that type of stuff. I, don't, so, I think your damn Instagram DMs was probably the like worse than your email. <laughs> like, I wanted, there, there was a time like, I was trying to help him out and go through because like his, his I used request, to pay him to try to check my DMs and help me out with it. The request would be 99 plus. Like, I, I'm still making beats or whatnot too, but it's like, all right, I got to log in, so I'm going to try and like, keep in touch with everybody. It's not possible. I, I would clean them shits out, and I'd be like, "Damn, all right." And this was like a two-hour process going through, <laughs> like either you know clearing spam out or replying to somebody that looked like they was a potential customer, mm -hmm. or could be cool or what, like whatever the hell. Not 15 minutes after I got rid of that last message in the 99 plus, that bitch was right back to 99. <laughs> so right after that, like I think in like 2018, it just got to a point it was super overwhelming. I'm like, dog, I need to get a manager. Oh yeah, and then I think when we really figured out we needed a manager was when the label started getting it's like super involved. You know, it was like I was signing a lot of work for hires. I was just doing a lot of crazy stuff. So um, me just being everywhere trying to you know, be my own manager, own this, own that. You know, I just had to give up a job, you know. Yeah. Do you guys normally get a heads up before, um, you know, a, a, a song drops that you guys have produced? Uh, yeah, I guess when it comes to a label, but like, we don't even, like, people be seeing me and they be like, I love that song you produced. I'm like, which one? <laughs> such and such. I don't know what that is. You ain't heard it? This the hottest song in this city. Like every city got its own hot drum dummy song. That's what I really like about being able to still work on YouTube too. Cause like we've been hot in like almost every state. You know what I'm saying? And every state drum dummy is known for a different song that popped in that state. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I guess when it comes to labels, we'll know when some some drop will get heads up. But most of the time, we don't know what's out there. Yeah, like at all. Like at a, uh, what is it? The one that even got on Netflix that uh, I, thought, I think the name of the song is Opera Singer. I don't know how you pronounce the it. How to Sell Drugs Online. The one that got placed there. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was from Germany. And the only way I figured that out was because I like copied the name of it and put it in Google <laughs> Translate, and it said German too. I'm like, oh, this is German. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Yeah, we don't know what be out there. People shit, have to literally. Like I didn't know I was in a 2K game until they told me. Really? I didn't know. Like my my dog who played 2K, <laughs> Jamel, he hit me up. He was like, "Hey, you in a 2K game?" I was like, "No, I'm not." I didn't. I didn't know that. I ain't in 2K. <laughs> so I started playing, and I'm like, "What a song it!" By the way, uh, man, rest in peace to Run Up Rico. He just passed not too long ago, but um. 
yeah, I started playing and I never could find a song. He was like, bro, it played like three times while I'm on the headset with you. <laughs> so I never heard the song until like three weeks later and then I finally heard it. And when I heard it, I just went crazy. I was like, damn, I did not know I was in this game. I never knew. Yeah, so you guys been dropping a lot of vlogs here lately too. Yeah, we just started the drum dummy cook-ups. Uh, make sure y'all subscribe to that. Y'all want to see us cooking up. We just started doing that because I was like, you know, I'd rather spread game. You know, I don't never be on here like, I don't never go live on Instagram no more and nothing like that. So I was like, I need to start like getting back out there in the producer world. So showing your face. We came up more. with that. Yeah. Be a little more personal. Mm-hmm. You're still rapping. Got the yep, true story project down there. Yeah, well, I mean, true story. That's that's really how we started as musicians anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think actually most producers did, and there's probably some that started like just playing piano mm-hmm. or whatever, but. Let's be real. Half of y'all motherfuckers started as rappers, and you know it. Yeah, <laughs> you just so, got, like you got more infatuated with that end. So, but um, true story, just true story. It came about like I I went one song, and um, cause I usually just make like one song a year type stuff, just playing around. But um, I made one, and uh, I liked it. I went to his house, and I I was like, listen to this, and he checked it out. He's like, yeah, I, I kind of you know I'm, I'm fucking with it. So I went back home. I made two more just like that on the same vibe. And then I was like, man, I think I'm in the mood to drop. Cause I'd never be in that rapping mood like that. So when I made like three songs back to back, I was like, you know what? I'm finna go ahead and lock in the studio for like three days. And that's what I literally did. I, I went in my bedroom. No, nah, it was three days. I, I, well, that, it was three days. It was that one day that I came down out of your house. And um, no, I actually came down out with three songs. Cause we did a video to one of them. Uh, was it Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi, Extra, I mean, and um, Addy. I did all three of them in the same session. And then uh, I locked in the studio for two more days, just two more days. And um, I didn't see my baby mom, I didn't see my daughter. They stayed with me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just in the room, like locked in the whole time. I ain't take a bath for them two days, just till I got the project done. You know what I'm saying? Like dead ass. I didn't, I didn't do nothing till I got that project done because if I leave out, I'm not gonna be in the mood no more. So. I got it done and I mixed and mastered it all and shit, I was, I dropped it. Yeah. Hold me to laugh at you that, cause I, like, I, I, I know for sure I done did the same shit. It's just funny as hell. I'm not leaving this room till it's done. Cause I could just yeah. picture it, like your ass sitting there looking just as crusty as hell. Like I, I got to get this damn song done. Yep. Probably in a wife beater in your drawers right there. Just damn it, I gotta, I gotta. <laughs> Yeah, I had to get it done though. Cause I've been there, like straight up. Yeah, I, I'm trying to finish the shit up. Fuck it, pal. Sitting there in my drawers finishing the beat. Like, mm-hmm. It's my studio, it's at the house. Let me get comfortable. <laughs> Uh, when I interviewed, uh, when we interviewed Sunny Digital, he talked about the the producer to rapper stigma, that when you're known for being a producer, people don't want to hear you rap. However, if you're a rapper and you start producing, it's like what Jay Cole did. It's like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. He can make beats too. That is crazy. Now that you say that, I ain't never heard, I ain't never seen what Sunny Digital said that. But when you just said that, that's crazy. Like when a rapper all of a sudden producing, it's, it's like, like it's crazy. Fuck. But he probably started out, he probably been a producer. <laughs> and he might be whack at being a producer, but just because he's a rapper, we finna boost it up. But yeah. yeah, once a producer turned to a rapper, it's like, but we was already rapping anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, most producers are already rapping anyway, and that's why we able to hear stuff. And like, most of the, to be honest, like a lot of hit songs really be coming from producers helping the artists. Like, that's where a lot of them be coming from because they already be artists like that and we hear music a, a whole different way. But uh, 
for me, I mean, you, I have some trolls in the comment that be like trash or whatever, but for the most part, man, That's like a lot of people like already, they tell me to keep going, you know, like, so I don't really have that problem with it. Yeah. I'd have been kind of like slightly, you know, let them know, because like, I'll drop a project here, they'll do a hook for somebody or whatever. Like, I, it got to a point I never really left doing music myself or whatever. But, I, I, you know, like I said, I'll drop like a sly comment every now and then, like, you know, damn, your rappers have been, it's been a little while since you uh, put something out, hasn't it? <laughs> you know, been they be waiting on it too, they self, so, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> that is true. Then eventually he dropped like a single here, single there. I said, oh, good, you finally dropped a single. When your next album coming out, though? <laughs> yeah, I dropped mine in November. When you coming out? <laughs> Also, yeah, he so he can drop a project like all the time, <laughs> but me personally, I can't drop because uh no not once no. I'm sitting in there uploading beats on YouTube every day, it's it's not possible for me to sit there and rap at the same time while trying to. Nah, I can't do it. It ain't really an all the time thing, man. Like it's my like the the album that I put out. I guess you can call it an album, whatever. But project I put out back in November, like that was a culmination of songs I do every now and then throughout like a year, year and a half or something like that. Like yeah. like every now and then I'll get a bug and then do some shit. But nah, it's not like I'll either have to do it that way or do like you did and lock in for three days and be crusty mm -hmm. as hell trying to finish the song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next for Drum Dummy? Uh next we really just trying to like what I really wanted to do the whole time is Cause I got uh, people back. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. At home, that's rapping. Shout out to Real, Real 48. Shout out to Money Wave Cam, uh, TJ, Eurostepper. Um, uh, I can't think of everybody's name every time, but shout out to, shout out to everybody back home. But I, I really got a label I want to start, man. Like, I want to turn Drum Dime into what we sign artists and, you know, like, just like the baby do and everybody else, you know, I want to sit back at one point and then just like put everybody else on. So that's really what's next. TJ, uh, Sam Rock, Sam his Rock, twin TJ brother Freak. rap. Yeah, okay. so it's Maybe like. Maybe not at home too, but you know, I, I, I throw Storm in there. Storm in, yeah. Because we may or may not have a project coming out March 6th, or out of Storm plug. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so we just going to really, we just going to run our course, do whatever we do. And then after that, it's like label time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel mm -hmm. that. Got to. Hey, Ken Abandon just got his own thing to pursue the etiquette, so like, eventually it'll come. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna rush that shit, though. Because that's another set of responsibilities. <laughs> Damn responsibilities are not fun. Any last words, any shout-outs, guys? As y'all can see, this, hey, like, 
this it's so funny because on the podcast, <laughs> we like this too. It's like I'm the super chill one, and Shamu just the you know like I'm the chill one. He's just the wild one, man. Every time, like. I ain't even wild like that, bro. Like if ain't I ain't wild, but he just the, like you if, know. If I go to the club or something, like more, more than likely, I'm gonna be posted up at the bar on the wall with my drink, chilling, people watching, just vibing. That's it. Like I ain't gonna be the motherfucker like all out wherever the hell, unless I. I wild. About. He wild. I gotta have a certain amount of drinks in me, and then I get wild. <laughs> to bring the wildness. That's, wild. that's about when you'll see me with the with the double fisting because I hate waiting in the line at the bar, so I have two drinks at once. Trying to get to the bathroom, and I noticed that if you act like you're dancing, going through the crowd, at least for me, the motherfuckers apart like the Red Sea. So I go through that bitch with the cha-cha, <laughs> and then they'll fucking move, and I get right to the bathroom. I told you. But nah, last words, man. It's like, mama, we made it. We a dirty glove bastard off the porch, man. And you know we've been rocking with y'all for a minute now, yeah. so it's like, just to even still be here. Like like I tell Pisa when I see him, like, bro, we started this back like a few years ago and like we still seeing each other to this day. I ain't think it was gonna last this long, but this shit getting bigger. So it's like, you know, it's dope. This shit getting bigger. The world ain't though. Good God. <laughs> exactly. The many people we don't ran into who know people and whatnot. <laughs> like, it's, it's, that's crazy as hell. But uh let me see, that's that's some shout outs I had in my head before we got here. Can't ever remember them when I'm on the spot. Um, I do believe that Ritz has another project dropping sometime soon, and I got a couple on that one. So that'll be dope. Um, it ain't Christmas, but I mean, if you like listening to Christmas music outside of the time Ritzmas dropped this past December, so you can go listen to that because streaming counts. Mm-hmm. Um, they can definitely keep streaming True Story. And you can go look my album up, Liquor Cadet Blues, you know, if, if you're into that kind of thing, that's, that's dope too, you know. Maybe go stream my twin brother now to Sam Rock, TJ Free, you know, because I, I did produce a lot of that, and I do get streams off of that too. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, they dope as hell to so stream all of that, um, but yeah, shout out twin, shout out, out, you know, the fam and everybody. And, uh, goddamn. Yeah, that's it. on the porch, ain't that some <clears throat> shit? Yeah, it is. And watch, uh, be, be sure to tune in to Drum Dummy Cookups, that channel. Subscribe to that Please. if we can. We'll probably drop a link in the comments somewhere. And, yep. you know, we also got like a lo-fi channel for y'all college students that need to study or those of y'all who just like to smoke and vibe and take a bubble bath listening to <laughs> modern jazz that we call lo-fi hip-hop. We do have a channel for that <laughs> called Bass Drumming. So you can look that up, subscribe to that, mm-hmm. and subscribe to our individual YouTube. It's only four YouTube channels you got to click and whatnot, so it's fine. Ain't like a job application or nothing, you know, you ain't gonna click that much. <laughs> Alright, I'm done for real now, man. Mama told me you gon' learn your lesson. Let's get money, stay out the way, yeah, that's my biggest blessing. I cut all these bitches off, I ain't got time for stress. They think we ran them off. When it comes to work, communication is key, even if you don't have a writing job. Sounding unconfident, indecisive, or passive-aggressive can hold you back professionally and hurt your team's productivity. Grammarly Premium's advanced tone suggestions make sure you're always sending the right message. Sound clear and confident in your writing and automatically replace negative-leaning language with solution-focused alternatives. With Grammarly's help, you can build stronger relationships at work, be constructive in the face of challenges, and help your team get things done. Grammarly works where you do, so your team's projects get done before the deadline. And with features like comprehensive spelling, grammar, and clarity-focused sentence rewrites, Grammarly helps keep your writing efficient and mistake-free. The right tone can move any project forward. Get it just right with Grammarly. 
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to sign up for free. Then get 20% off when you upgrade to premium. That's 20% off at Grammarly.com slash podcast. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.